Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 Well, hello, hello, and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. Yes, you can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. Wealthy Sisters Radio loves connecting businesses with people, stories, and music, and our purpose is twofold. First, you know we are so, so committed to making sure that we provide you inspiration, encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can actually apply to your business and to your life right now for that positive impact. And second, we must continue to edify, promote, acknowledge, and provide this platform that says thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are actually broadcasting live here on the fabulous Blog Talk Radio Network. And, you know, you can always catch this show 24-7 and all of our other awesome shows that's 24-7, like on demand, right there, ready for you. Anytime you're ready on your iPhones, your Androids, your iPads, any type of device at WealthySistersRadio.com. Again, that's WealthySistersRadio.com. And remember, that's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersRadio.com. Well, actually, today is another awesome Tuesday. It is August the 11th, 2015. And I tell you, just have to say a shout out to my beautiful, beautiful, you all know how I feel about her, my one and only my daughter, my sweetheart. Yesterday was her birthday. So very proud of her and just want to say happy birthday and just ask you all to join me in celebrating my daughter's birthday week. And you know, we are here every week, speaking of week, at the same time. That's Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Eastern. So thank you so much for continuing to spread the word. We every week are always hearing from you. We love it. Please don't stop. Please continue sending us the, all of your suggestions and voicemails and emails and texts and Facebook messages. We love it. We love it. We love it. We want to make sure that you know that we are here for you. As we say every week, we are all business owners. We are independent business owners, but we are interdependent. We need each other. And we want to make sure that we continue to provide you with that platform of resources that you don't have to feel like you're in business by yourself because we know how it is. You're always on the go, moving, growing, creating, always developing, doing phenomenal things, having success, but it can even sometimes at that point still sometimes feel lonely. So we don't want you to think that you're in this by yourself. We are all in this with you as we continue to make sure that we provide information for you every week and the best of the best and the guests every week here on the show. And speaking of that, uh, you know, every week, we've been doing this now about a year now, definitely got to give a round of applause to this is time. You know it is time for that business question of the week that's right the business question of the week and we get a lot of people that have been writing in and calling in and you know like i said i've myself been an entrepreneur for over 25 years i have learned a lot let's just face it it is a law when you sow seeds you reap it so when you do something long enough you get experience you gain experience so yes i have a lot of information but guess what i know i don't know everything but 
I do have sense enough to go and find those experts that can help you. And so if you've got a question that you'd like to ask us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, just simply send it to um, family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Again, that's family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Or you can call our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808. That's 800-917-9435, extension 808. And give us a shout-out there as well if you like. And just let us know what your question is. So this week's question, definitely want to say thank you so much to Vinya. I pray that I'm pronouncing it right. That's a pretty name, Vinya, like Kenya, but with a V. Vinya is calling in, or she actually wrote in here, and her question, she is a new and up-and-coming, as she says, salon owner out of New Haven, Connecticut. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, yes, yes. Oh, wow. She says she's been listening to our show uh, for about a year now. She downloads it from iTunes. Thank you so much for doing that. And her question is, with all of the competition in the hair care industry with salons, what are some tips that she can do to actually stand out from the rest and market her business? <laughs> well, you know, as always, like I said, we might not know everything. I've never owned a salon, but, you know, marketing is is very unique oftentimes to that particular industry. But we can certainly share information on marketing and some things that you could do. But you know what I did? We actually have our guest today. We're going to get our guest, ask her to answer this question for you, Venya. Our very special guest today is someone who I know can answer it, hands down. She is a legend. She has built, I mean, the largest, like one of the first in the whole country. She has the largest natural hair care studio in Baltimore, and I'm telling you, this sister is fierce with a capital, all the letters of capital in it. And if nobody can tell you how to successfully stand out from the rest and market your business, if she can't, then nobody can. But I know she can. She is our phenomenal guest today, Miss Malika Tamu Cooper, and we're so excited to have her on the show with us today. Uh, like I said, she's an extraordinary extraordinary woman. She's built businesses, helping people all across the world, literally teaching on all about this natural hair care industry. And not only is she a businesswoman, but she's a philanthropist and she has a huge heart. So we are so excited to have her on the show today. So Vinya, thank you so much for sending your question in. And again, we're going to have our special guest answer it here shortly. So if you have a question that you would like us to have an opportunity to perhaps answer here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, be sure to send it in to us at family at WealthySistersRadio.com or call our hotline, 800-917-9435, extension 808. And you know we are here for you. You can always send us a message at WealthySistersRadio.com. Be sure to join our mailing list there. That way you can stay abreast of all of our great guests. We've got special discounts available for you too for our events and just so much that we have going on so be sure to do that and remember to find us and follow us there on Facebook we're right there and Twitter at Wealthy Sisters well we're going to just take a short message break and when we come back we're going to bring our very special guest on none other I'm going to call her doctor that's that's what I'm going to call her today because she is the physician in this business she is the runner like I say a pioneer and the extraordinary woman, Malika Tamu Cooper. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short message. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters with Deborah vacation. DDM Vacations and Global Travel International offers affordable vacations, cruises, getaways, all-inclusive resorts, honeymoon, family reunions, and more. We specialize in small to large groups, including sightseeing tours. Book your next vacation with DDM Vacation at 800-254-4493, PIN 6311665. Again, that's 800-254-4493, PIN 6311665. Or visit us at ddmvacations.globaltravel.com. 
dherbs.com's full body cleanse. Works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com. We are live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, wow. Can you believe it is August already? August the 11th. I trust this year is going the way that you want. I know, I know, I know that you are still out there sowing your seeds. You're out there building your businesses, staying focused, got your goals in front of you. And I hope you've had some fun this summer, too, because, you know, that was our theme this year. Starting out, we are learning how to recommit to being in the moment, learning how to still strive, learning how to still go after those goals, but making sure that we don't miss and have it all a blur (laughs) just because we are so, so, so focused and we miss all that's going on around us. Well, that's been my commitment to make sure that I am living more in the moment and appreciating each moment. I tell you, it just makes a big difference. So, But we are here live. Like I said, it's just an awesome day today, and we are so excited to have our guests on with us today. Let's get into this. I mean, there is a lot of buzz that's going around about this natural hair care industry, but I tell you, before if there was a buzz, we, there was a woman who was creating, who saw something, who was had a fire ignited in her, and it began to just explode, and she is literally one of the pioneers of this industry, and we are honored to have her on our show for the very first time. Please give a welcome, welcome round of applause to our very special guest, Ms. Malika Tamu Cooper. Hello, Malika. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. (laughs) So happy to have you. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's an honor to have you on the show with us today. Well, I I was shocked. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's got an opening. Finally, I've listened to you a couple times before, and I was like, boy, I would love to get on that one day. I was listening before because I was just like, you know, Sometimes we need to have other women. Sometimes we walk around thinking that we know everything, but every now and then you got to stop, sit back, and listen and become the student. So thank you for having me. Oh, yes, absolutely. Wow, thank you for sharing those words of encouragement. That's really encouraging to me because I have so much respect for you. And as my sister, I can totally relate to you. That's why we do what we do, you know, because you never know, you know, especially as leaders, you're always sowing into others. But like you say, who is rebuilding? Who is replenishing you? Because you have to be recharged. Yes, 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 yes. Well, wow, what an amazing career you've had and your journey that you're continuing on uh, in this this natural hair care industry. And I know it's it's a, about more than just the natural hair care. It, it it exudes from you. You're passionate about everything that you do. And so before we get into all of that, I'd just love to just take a moment just, just for our audience, if you don't mind, because we're kind of nosy over here, Malika Tamu, and we like to know where everybody's from. They like to be able to relate and, and all of that. So if you don't mind, just share with us a little bit about where you grew up and what led you on this awesome journey that we see you on today? Okay. Well, my story is somewhat like everyone else's story, okay? Um, I graduated. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland, and I graduated yes. from one of the most prestigious high schools here in Baltimore, Maryland called Western Senior High School. It's one of the only, all, if not, in fact, the only all-girls public high school left in the country. And, the wow. gra- and you graduate from that school you don't wear cap and gowns. You wear full-length white gowns with a spray of red roses when you um, graduate. So wow. with that being said, in 1985, I graduated. I know I'm dating myself. And <laughs> at that point in time, my grandmother had put a jerry curl in my head. Mm, and I, I, am on, I am on a big field 
in 95 degree weather in June with a jerry curl in my head. Uh-oh. And I had little, and I, and of course, when you graduate, you graduate in these full length white gowns. So my grandmother had tied me into this corset and I had a jerry curl in my head and the little <laughs> white gloves on and the little tissue stuffed in the side of your white gloves. And I was, that jerry curl juice was just running down my face. And I was like, never again am I going to put another chemical in my head. I said, wow. no more chemicals for me. I cannot do it. Um, I was like, this is just too much. I, I, I can't do it. So when I Wait left a minute. there. And I, but let me, if I could just pause one moment there, because, you know, we all have that visual. I had the curl, at the scary mm-hmm. curl, I call it, when I was in fourth mm-hmm. grade, uh, when they just yeah. came out. And it turned my hair fire red. And everybody mm-hmm. was asking, what in the world? Why did her mother dye her hair? But how did you just come in your, I mean, what was it in your mind that made you say, I don't want any more chemicals? Because 85, we were still pumping the yes, perms. Yes, we were fried, time. dyed, laced, <laughs> the fried yeah. dye, the greasy pillows, the asymmetric. Yeah. Asymmetric, oh, yeah. right. Everything. <laughs> yes, I had all of that. And, um, I said no more because I, the torture that I went through to get that put in my head with the chemical uh-huh. burning my scalp, then having to sit under the dryer, smelling like Vigorol and, you know, everything that I had to get through to achieve that. And I didn't think it was pretty, and I actually just didn't like it. My face uh-huh. was breaking out, all kinds of things. And I was like, and it's all coming from this jerry curl, and I didn't want it anymore. So, right. you know, I left there and went to college, and I started wearing my hair in the braids. And um, wow. when I got to college, see, I, I led a kind of sheltered um, I, background. So when I left there and I left the, 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 my, the cocoon of my family, when I get to college, I meet people from other countries. And mm-hmm. the Caribbean people were like, don't put the chemical in your hair, girl. And then I go <laughs> home and my family is smearing Revlon, dark and lovely, all on their scalp. Then I'll right. go back to school and they'd be like, don't eat the dead carcass, girl. And I go back home <laughs> family is eating everything on the pig. Yeah, from I the mean, root to the tootie. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they would be like, eat nuts and berries and juices and live natural. And those uh-huh. people were so beautiful. And now I would go home and my family is spending life hours getting burned by muscle curlers and, you know, mm-hmm. can't sleep because you got to do the pretty sleep because you have hair rolling. Right. And stuff. And on the chin. Oh. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I couldn't take it. So, it, it created this, like, dual personality, and I just mm-hmm. decided I'm just going to live my life naturally, but I'm going to show that uh, beauty can be natural. Mm-hmm. So uh, from there, I decided I wasn't going to put any more chemicals in my hair, and I was in school, and I cut my hair off completely, mm-hmm. and I forewarned my family. I called my family at home and said, I've cut off my hair, and mm-hmm. I got home. I was met at the door by my grandmother, two of my aunts, my mother, and my nanny. And they were asking, this was the beginning of my spiritual journey towards where I am now. My wow. nanny asked me, she said, do you have the cancer, darling? Because I mm. cut off my so she my hair being cut off and with losing cancer. my with cancer. Right, yes. right, right, my aunt, right. My threw their hands up in the air, and they were like, okay, there goes your career in corporate America. You're never going to get a career in corporate America. And I'm like, why not? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I have the education. What does my hair have to do with it? Mm-hmm. That was another mm-hmm. so eye-opening experience for me. And then mm-hmm. I left. And I, oh, oh, another thing, too, and I, this is not to, to raise any flags, but my grandmother was like, All right, do you have that gay disease? Are you gay? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. They just didn't know, uninformed, and you're bringing something unknown, a different way of thinking. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like that. Boys Mm -hmm. cut their hair off like that. So she thought that I was crossing over to the other side, and I was, like, amazed that my family had small-minded thinking. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So I wore Mm -hmm. my hair natural for about six years, wearing a braid. And I found every time I would braid my hair up and put it into a nice bun, I would rise in corporate America. Thought I had made it, and I decided I was going to enjoy, I would take my hair out and wear it naturally. And I lost my job. I lost a $40,000 a year job in 1991 
Because wow, I decided that was a lot that, of money in '91. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. my 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 supervisor put me in the office, and she said to me, "Would you rather have a nice business suit running your front office, or would you rather have somebody who has cells on her ears and cells around her neck and her hair and a, a big frizzy afro in the front of you?" She said, "That's not professional whatsoever." And I looked at her. So they kind of sized me down and kicked me out. And now mm. you also have to know that when I was in college, I found that there were a lot of other sisters like me. And I was the mm-hmm. $10 girl in school. I would braid your hair up for $10. Wow. I was a $10 girl. So, um, you know, $10, that roll of quarters, <laughs> that would, uh, that gas in your car. That was Everything. Yes, that would probably use the three boxes of macaroni for a dollar, the 65-cent tuna fish, you know. <laughs> and then you could wash your clothes. So I was, I yeah. had entrepreneurship way back then with a roll yeah. of water. So there, yeah. uh, when I lost that job, I had to fall back on a skill that I've, I had already had since I was nine years old, and that was braiding and doing hair. So I started out in my kitchen braiding hair, and then I decided that I wanted to lock my hair. So uh, mm. I used to, my salon used to be called Dread and Heads, but now it's Dreads and Heads. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, I started having people come to my kitchen, and I looked up one day, and I had people lined up out the door because there was no place in 90, between 91 and 93 that would be considered a natural hair care or right. a natural hair salon. So my neighbors started complaining because people were coming over. I looked up one day. I had about $3,000 in my cookie jar. Wow. And I, So I moved from a, uh, my apartment to my townhouse, and I bought a house with all of that money and renovated the first floor of my house into a salon. Then my neighbors were saying, oh, my God, these people that are coming out, they look strange. They have locks and pushed and braids in there. They, she must be selling drugs. My neighbors were going through my trash. Oh, my got, goodness. You've got to be kidding me. And on here, and I had found that I had tapped into a market. This is way back in 1993. I mm. had tapped into a market of um, doing hair without chemicals. Mm. I moved from the lawn, was in Waldorf Junction here in the west side of Baltimore. And I looked up, and, oh, my goodness, people were coming from everywhere. Celebrities were coming to my salon. I've done such people as Wyclef John, uh, Carol Mosley Braun. I've done all types of people who wanted to wear their hair in its natural state. And and mm. from then, as stated earlier, I started giving back. And I started training my um, cousins, my baby cousins, some of my girlfriend's children. I started training them to help me because, I was doing hair from 8 in the morning to 1 in the morning, 8 in the morning to 1 in the morning. Wow. Wow. All day long. And so from then on, um, those people have since broken off from me and opened their own salons here in Maryland. Wow. Uh, Nappy by Nature 1 and 2, Zarifa Enziata's Roots International Peace Style, all kinds of uh, um, training, and now they're their own entrepreneurs. And having started their their own business just from branching off from my experience, so uh, from there I started teaching hair at such places as the Philadelphia Locks Conference. I've been teaching hair, um, oh my goodness, all up and down the East Coast. I started a tour and a website called Natural Hair Care Expo LLC. I started paying bills. I make more money doing uh, hair. And some people with corporate America jobs do. And and, 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 and so now, you think back, isn't sorry to cut you off, but you think back to when you walked out that day when they told you, you know, you can't stay, you've got to go, your hair is, is, is not presentable for corporate office. The, at that moment, because I, I, w- I really, really want to deal with this because there are oftentimes there are moments like that. I call them the defining moments that, you, yes. you know, we know that we're supposed to be doing something, but we don't really know how to connect it or how to bridge to it. And sometimes I've seen that in, in cases like this that we have to kind of be forced out. 
What was your initial thought when she told you, you know, you, you had to go, did you have in your mind, I'm going to go and start braiding? Or how how did that piece come about for you? Was it just a belief in yourself? What can you share with our audience that might be experiencing this very similar, not not same scenario, but an, a time where they have to be forced out? Well, what I did, basically, I don't really remember a conscious moment about it. I think mm-hmm. what happened was the survival mode kicked in. Kicked in, yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. And what do I have to do in order mm-hmm. to put gas car? What do I have to do in order to put food on my table? I'm a survivor always. I can, right. I can. I'm going to eat, you know, and I'm going. I'm going to live, and I'm going to keep the lights on. So, just what is it that I have to do to make sure that I don't sink? And right. so I don't think conscious of, I just think that survival mode kicks in. And so mm-hmm. it isn't really a defining moment. I think it just was like, okay, I got to eat. What mm-hmm. do I have to do? Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There was, I, I was in a case study from Johns Hopkins about maybe, maybe 10, 15 years ago, because people were trying to do a study on us as women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And the man asked me a series of questions, and he asked me, what was your worst fear about starting your own business? And That's I said, a good I'm question. not scared of anything. Mm-hmm. We as black women don't have those fears. You know, we just have we just do it. Mode. Yeah, right. we just, it just exists. Like my grandma right. used to start canning peaches and stuff and start selling peaches. You know, right. um, I, right. my, my, um, my grandmother used to sell lunches. My grandmother used to do day work. You know, it's no shame in it. It's just survival. And it's so survival. once you start... You you, then you start pulling on all of those experiences that you had. I learned mm-hmm. in corporate America how to do ledgers and how to do mm-hmm. uh, marketing and how to do, um, you know, from those. And I pulled on those those teachings that they gave me in mm-hmm. order to put it to use for my own self. I love so that, that you I said that. Yeah, excuse me, but I love I love to bring that out because especially for our younger listeners who sometimes, and even those who are more mature, sometimes feel like, okay, I'm doing this. What is this purpose behind this? We might be in the midst of something, and but you're gaining skills that you can apply exactly. to it's a later time in life. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, How you've been able stuff. to do that. Now, now let me ask you this too. When you when you um, begin, you had people lined up outside your home door. Then you moved from the apartment to the town home, and then bought the home and put that studio there. At what what do you remember the moment when you said, "Okay, I I, I am going to really do this. Is my purpose? This is what I was born to do." Do you remember that moment, or, or, or was yes. it something? What what can you share that with us? Yes, it's an instant critique. Okay, there are sisters out there who have thinning hair, uh, mm-hmm. who have uh, patches missing, who are um, dealing right now with self-concept, not right. self-esteem, but self-concept. Self- How do you view yourself? And I started tapping into, you know, hairdressers, just like bartenders, we hear everybody's sad stories, sob right. stories, everything. Right. I mean, that is that is the time when people just, they they can't go left, they can't go right, they got to sit there. And sometimes some of the most emotional things come out of them. So I found that it was a ministry that I was having. Mm-hmm. You know, I was changing women, but how do they view their stuff? They, they mm-hmm. feel comfortable in false hair. False eyelashes, war paint, makeup, uh, um, lift up, push up bras. They feel comfortable in that. But when you cut get, off uh-huh. that fur and mm. you get to the real, real you, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. And then when I can just make you look beautiful with just the skill of my hands, no chemicals, no mm-hmm. anything, but just the skill of my hands and um, just through conversation, through ministering to you. Through it's that instant critique when they get up and they look in that mirror again and they can actually say to themselves, mm, I like myself. There's no additives, no enhancements, right. no anything. Right. This is just me. I like me. I do. I, I make them do an exercise. Some of the women who come in and I just listen to, I make them stop. I make them face the mirror and I make them take 
three minutes, three for the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Make them stand there three minutes and just look at themselves in the mirror. Look at them, mm. really. And wow. these people, these ladies bust out crying. I was going to I say, mean, I can uh, imagine. Uh, mm. just, I'm telling you, the spirit of God that comes through that place, and uh, they look at when they when you really have to look at it. I said, you can't talk, you can't do anything. You just gotta look at yourself. They cannot do it for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Because isn't that seconds. and we have we've been taught we've been taught that uh, our beauty, our natural beauty, is is the way the state that we're in. That is, it is not beauty. So right, it's we've it's, been it taught is, to in our hair as if something is wrong with it. But if we're right, made in right. His image and likeness, then I'm I'm drop dead gorgeous, you right, know, with right, one eye right. in the middle of my head. I'm drop dead gorgeous. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. If you've just tuned in, we're talking about what is all the buzz about the natural hair care industry with our very special guest, Miss Malika Tamu Cooper. She is one of the pioneers. As I say in this, as we see today, the gold rush of the natural hair care industry. I, I definitely want to get into um, some of the things that um, the question that our guest had as well. Our um, a question of the week when we come back, if you don't mind, like some tips on what she could do to to continue to market her business and set herself out from the rest. Uh, there as well, and then we we also like to know more about you know the tour that you're on and and some of the the ladies that you've been able to train as well. So you are listening here to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be right back after this short break. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. Are you aware that one out of three women veterans have suffered some form of sexual assault and or harassment, which oftentimes causes both physical and psychological injuries? Recent studies show that while post-traumatic stress disorder, known as PTSD, may be a diagnosis, it continues to be unrecognized by the VA and, importantly, remain untreated by the victims. Call Aaron Durden at 800 330 0234 to discuss whether or not you are entitled to veteran benefits. Call me at 800-330-0234. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Dream big financial freedom, lifestyle change, additional income. Be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of, Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember, behind every great woman are more great women. We are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We appreciate you for joining us today. Thank you so much for tuning in every week, every day, via download on your cell phones or your iPads. That's right. If you didn't know that, you can find us on iTunes, complimentary, there for you, 24-7. Also at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's S-I-S-T-A-S, WealthySistersRadio.com. And we are here on Facebook and Twitter right here. We want you to stay in contact with us so that you can find out who our guests are, join that mailing list, and get discounts and so much more. We are thrilled today as we are celebrating life and just celebrating you and business. 
We want to continue to do that. And we're talking about today with our very special guest, Malika Tamu Cooper. What is all the buzz about the natural hair care industry? I know there is a gold rush that's taking place in this industry. Malika, tell us how you feel on being on the front end of that, that gold rush. Did you ever imagine today that you would see YouTube, you would see uh, major, major corporations getting into the natural hair. I mean, even uh, Weave is now in natural. <laughs> they marketed exactly. it as natural. <laughs> Did you imagine to see such an explosion uh, in this industry? Uh, yeah, uh, kind of, because um, as I told you before, this is, well, actually, this is a new industry. Or our, mm-hmm. our, what I like to say is our chance to have a do-over in the black hair care industry. You know, yeah. um, in 1997, 98, I started being a teacher at the World Natural Hair Show in Atlanta. And yeah, I started that's to get, with uh, 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 Talia Waheed. Talia, so, Talia show Waheed, yeah. Yeah. And uh-huh, I, I, uh-huh. I was like, all of these sisters are flying, I mean, flocking to Atlanta, to the uh-huh. convention center. And then I realized it was bigger than me and my one chair in Baltimore and yeah. uh, my one, one chair and my little ministry there. And then I started reaching and having people calling me from all over the place. And then I realized, again, you know, uh, I, I heard this sermon where they meant, this man said there are black people on every single continent in mm-hmm. every single country. And they all have natural hair, so I realized, okay, this has a global mandate. So there's mm-hmm. even Eskimos in in uh, Alaska who have natural hair. There are Australian Aborigines that are in, um, uh, you know, there's just people everywhere with some type of natural hair care that we need to take advantage of and we need to um, educate. There's mm-hmm. no textbook that has any definition, well, back then, of how to do any instructions on how to do our hair, except for wow. to put a chemical in it, to burn it out, to straighten out the natural coil pattern, but nothing to tell you how to do your hair in its own natural state. So I wow. knew that this we, we weren't even scratching the surface as to this global mandate and this reawakening of our people as far as natural hair is concerned. And it, it, I just knew that it was going to go someplace, somewhere. And then, you know, industries... And especially mm-hmm. uh, the, the Asian folks, they're very, very smart, very savvy. They start mm-hmm. seeing that their numbers were dropping. Mm-hmm. And here is now the age of technology, and people are teaching themselves that they don't have to pay thousands mm-hmm. of dollars to go to hair school. Mm-hmm. You know, we're teaching each other. We found a way, and mm-hmm. now they want to figure out how to capitalize on it. So now Dark and Lovely has a natural hair care line. Lusters, with the pink, remember, they had per they have a natural hair care line. The Bronner Brothers has a mm-hmm. natural hair care line. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even begin to tell you everything. But the the biggest eye-opening experience for me was in 2007 when I went to Paris, France. I was the only lot in the entire world at wow. the Bouclis, not the Bouclis event. It was the Mondial Coiffier Beauty Show, 2007 uh-huh. in Paris quarter of a million people, four days, almost three, four city blocks long uh, hair show. And I'm on the stage in a free Genesis t-shirt, twisting this guy's lock. And all of a sudden, this stage comes out with this orchestra pit of, like, translators. And all I hear is, ooh, Malika Tamu Cooper, Baltimore, Maryland. (laughs) Natural hair care specialist, and I made the papers in Turkey. I made the papers in um, Istanbul. Wow, I made the papers. that's amazing. A sister from West Baltimore, Walbrook Junction, on stage, twisting hair. I'm on C-SPAN, <laughs> CNN, all kinds of things. I was like, oh, my God. This so I just felt like an ant yes. in the In the big scheme of things. Um, Yes. And I Mm. I was like, okay, this is going somewhere. So, um, And we have a chance to do it over and to do it right. So I better make sure that my education is tight on it. 
Right. I better right. make sure that every single thing comes out because I have a responsibility because I'm on the tip of the arrow that is shooting and spreading, you know, all of this wealth of knowledge and education. And it has to be right. Your integrity has to be intact. And right. you have to make sure that because people are following me. My Facebook right. page, people follow me. I think I'm being stalked. One day I said on my Facebook page, I wasn't feeling good. People I don't, are you? I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? I, you got to be very careful yeah. of how you yeah. proceed now. And it has yeah. to be right, tight, and correct. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now I have, right. from then, uh, you know, since 2001, uh, in 2001, I started the Baltimore National Hair Care Expo. And right, we had right. no more places for vendors. I started in a little community center. The next year, I rented out a gym of a high school. The next year, I rented out uh, um, a small banquet hall. The next year, I rented out an armory. The next year, I rented out ballroom. The next yeah. year, I was down in the Baltimore City Convention Center. Wow. So, uh, you know, so I, now, and then from then on, it expanded into one of my friends said, can you come and do this same show in North Carolina with me? Another one said, can wow. you help me in Milwaukee? Another one said, can you help me in Cleveland? Then I started going to, doing shows in Cleveland. I started doing shows in Oakland. I started doing shows in Orlando. Uh, we have, I have shows in Denver, Colorado now. I mean, I have a 15-stop tour every year where we go around and take the information to those people who cannot get out to get the information or who only rely on YouTube and things like that. And I have now Natural Hair Care Expo, LLC. One component of it is marketing, because I heard mm-hmm. you talking about marketing before. And for right. to answer that sister's question, she must, everywhere she goes, she must get a business card from every single person. She must get emails. Right? She must get a database of all yes. of those people and consistently stay on the forefront of them, they need to be getting emails every single week talking mm-hmm. about your business and what it is that you do. And you must continuously reinvent yourself because what we do is easily duplicated. Right. And there right. people come, the next generation is coming up bigger, better, badder than we are. With technology that's, that's, that's there I mean, as well, yeah. with the social media and all that. I'm just thinking all you've done without social media and now, you know, with that, it's just this is the social media. Anyone can become an expert overnight, yes. you know, just with the right profile and, and, and everything. And, and just, just started wearing their hair like that for two years. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. That's, that's amazing. That's the sister's question. So I have a small company now called Marketing with Malika. I have over 117,000 email database. From all, wow. I, you cannot get in my shows without giving me an email address for me to reach back to you. So now you right. also have to have a website. And every time somebody clicks on their website, there should be something there for them to buy or something there for them to register for or something there for them to talk to you about. My, 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 I get 10,000 hits a month on my, on my website. Okay? Wow. You, need mm-hmm. to, you, you know, you need to continuously be a student. I'm mm-hmm. always, I, I'm getting ready to go take a refresher course from one of my colleagues on the new techniques of reattaching locks. Mm. Because they mm. come up with, I've um, always, I've studied under Dr. Ian Noel here in Baltimore City on what I call and what I'm deeming as scalp mapping. If you were to take your hair, hair and put it on top of your head, and that's, mm-hmm. if, if you have a hair on top of there, that's high blood pressure, that's diabetes, that's thyroid. If you were to take your fingers and put it right here at the temples of your head, um, that is reproductive organs. You see mm-hmm. women who have hysterectomies, what happens? Their hair thins or recedes right at the temple. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. put your hands at the back of your neck, and you can feel those nasty little bumpy, lumpy things that grow up the back of people's head. That's elimination of waste. They need to detox. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. with that. You know, this you must always continuously be a student. I love it. I love it. You must always continuously be a student. I love that. I love that. Now, your family, your family, 
have they begun? I know you say you share it with your nieces and, and you got some of your friends' children and, and they've branched out. They came in, you trained them. Some of them have branched out as well. Has your family been able to embrace a more natural lifestyle uh, with their hair or 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 chemicals or things of that now? Have they, they, they finally been able to kind of uh, appreciate more of what you you were th- that young girl in college was coming home talking about <laughs> at well, that all, time. Well, all of them are all natural. All uh-huh. of them. One of my aunts has locks now. I mean, this wow. was firm it up. You better not step outside yeah. with that. That kitchen ain't right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has yeah. Box now. You know, my grandfather, God rest his soul, before he died, he used to, to eat, when I first started rocking my hair, he said, um, Jenny, you want some money for, to go to the hair parlor, the beauty parlor? <laughs> not the beauty parlor. I was like, no, man, that's He was like, no, why you put them things in your head? And I said, that's said, no, that's not, your hair not done. You want some money yeah. to go to beauty parlor? I said, no, grand. So about when I started my business and he started watching me, and he would come sit up there, and he would see me on TV and stuff. Then he started bragging to all of his brothers and sisters and his friends at the TV center. He would go, yeah, my grandbaby, she put some things in people's heads. She got a business. She put them in <laughs> so it, it was just amazing. You, you got to love it. <laughs> yeah, I started around, and it, and it was a, a new awakening. You know, my yeah. baby cousin, not only does your hair have to be, uh, a certain way, or it can be natural. My skirts don't come up above my knees. So yeah, I wear a uh-huh. beautiful skirt. You know, it spills over into other aspects of your life. So I'm yeah. kind of counteract the Beyonce movement with my baby yeah. cousin. Show them that yeah. they don't have to go to the Asian beauty outlet and see a right. wall of weave and think that's where you buy your beauty from. Right, right, know, right. I had, right. To show, I had to put on these shows to show them, look at this sea of natural hair people with locks, braids, twists. Not one of them Bro. have put, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. You, you know, not, look at them. They're, they're beautiful. And I put a T-shirt on that said nappy and loving it. Mm-hmm. I had nappy mm-hmm. on my life. But they were like, why would mm-hmm. you want to be nappy? I said, nappy is beautiful. It's told beautiful. You nappy wasn't beautiful. Right, you know? right. So this day right. goes back to dealing again with the self-concept. All of this has just culminated to one big natural hair care expo. You know, this is where, um, I, I, and another thing I want to tell you about these wealthy, these wealthy sisters who are listening in, the Wealthy Radio, Wealthy Sisters Radio, um, don't do it for the money. I have given right. away so many free hairstyles. I have an uh, old lady, Miss Libby, she comes, she brings me lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers and stuff out of her garden. She comes into my shop, she sweeps it up. She says, you want me to tell the girl shampoo my hair now? You know? <laughs> I'll be like, yes, Miss Libby, go ahead, get your hair done. And she says, I mean, everything will not be money. And so yeah. uh, when you do it to make a difference, and when you do it because it's your ministry and you really have a care, the money will pop. So, again, yeah. I'm going to again, don't do it for the money. When you do it, the money will pop. Do it, and that's that's I I I've, I've had over the we're celebrating six years this year. We just crossed our anniversary last month, and over the time that's been the recurring theme um, about any business or any industry that you're part of, you know, and and it's that shift in the thinking of really doing more what you would do for free, doing what you love. I mean, I had Frank Ski um, on, we all know him from Atlanta area now, he's in the D.C. area, just just a philanthropist, I mean, well-known entertainment right there, Baltimore as well, and uh, one of the things we talked about was the importance of teaching our children to do what we love as opposed to um, my generation. A lot of us were taught and and beyond, you know, you got to find this job, especially after segregation, you got to find this job that's going to, you know, get that good education, get that, you better make some money, you know, you got to take care of your household, but knowing just what you said, you know, the same time, the same effort that it takes, 
into going after chasing the money. If you do what you love, that money is going to come anyway. It's going to come. It's going to come. You'll never um, be without. And I, I just really want our listeners to know that, and I appreciate you for saying that because especially for our younger listeners, do what you want to do, not what you feel you're supposed to do or been told to do. Do what, you know, makes you happy. I'm so glad you said that. So glad you said that. I, and I you talked a, about, go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's called Happy Nappy Day, Poets in the Park. It used to be two separate events. And it's free yes. to the park. And the gentleman that I was dating at the time, he was like, well, how do you make your money? Everybody, all these people here, they're free. How do you make mm-hmm. your money? I said, mm-hmm. this, this is the time, this is the one day that we're not mm-hmm. stuck in an office building. Mm-hmm. We're not stuck under artificial light. We are having a family event with all of these, a sea of natural hair women laid out on a blanket with their baby that they have to send to daycare five days out of the week. Right. You know, this is the time for us to sit back and reconnect with some green energy. And, and be in looking, the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, he he still could not grasp the fact, well, well, how do you make your money? You put all this work and this energy and uh, time into planning this event, going out mm-hmm. and get sponsors so you could get a free park and this, that, and the other. Well, how do you make your money? I just don't mm-hmm. get it. How do you, you make your money? I said, then you won't understand because, right? The, you know, it's not everything is not about money. And he looked at me as if my head was, I had my nose on upside down or something. He just could not grow right. not doing it for the money. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that, you know, that's a concept that uh, that we just, it's foreign to us, really, you know. And it's, like I said, you see kids today, uh, younger people who are embracing that, especially because entrepreneurship is on the rise. I was watching a report um, the other day of a high school in a local area that now has a center for entrepreneurship. I mean, it's 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 great to see that shift taking place because um, even if not, and I always say here, um, Wealthy Sisters, we are not um, knocking anyone to work because, you know, it, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Let me be clear exactly. on that. Some people that. need that structure. Yeah, yeah some, some people, some people need yeah. that structure. Could I inter- can I one Go more ahead. thing? Mm, sure. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they know what true entrepreneurship is and mm-hmm. not handle it. It burns Say that me again. Up. You broke up and not what? You broke up. Panhandling. Panhandling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It burns yeah. Up. You, when we were coming up, we had mm-hmm. cake sales. We sold cupcakes, cakes. We did car washes. Right. We did right. baby. But every time I see these people, and a lot of these, you know, little organizations, they have people, I understand donations, I got that, but do not teach the child to go out here on the corner with a bucket and stick and call that entrepreneurship. That's two different things. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's some of our listeners might be like, what are you talking about? That is something that's really popular in major, major metropolitan cities where you see uh, these people that got the kids out on the expressway corners and blocks like that uh, with a bucket and bucket yeah yeah right 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 that's not that is panhandling that's panhandling especially today exactly so what technology entrepreneurship is Mm -hmm, true mm -hmm. entrepreneurship is you're building a business and Mm -hmm. you are um Branding it, you're coming up with a name, a concept, got a, a service a, a, a or skill, product, a service or product. Uh-huh. But panhandling is you have these kids out here begging for money on the corner right. with a bucket. Right. Here, give us your spare change. No, that's that, not that's sure, not, that's not work. Exactly. Right. Right. And sure. I'm glad you said that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And I know you see that a lot um, in in certain areas, a lot more in certain areas than that. But that that is is an exchange of goods and services or products. That's the fundamental right. of it. You know, right. um, whether whether you're bartering or whether you are exchanging for some form of trade, whether it's tangible dollars or what. So 
that is the basis of an entrepreneurship. So I'm, I'm grateful you shared that as well. I tell you, this time has gone by so fast. We definitely want you to know that you are so welcome to come back. We'd love to have you back on our show uh, again in the future as well. And we, we just want to say thank you so much for sharing your wealth of knowledge in this space and time with us. And for all that you are doing is blazing the trail, setting the example, continuing to pioneer this industry, but just not holding it to yourself. You are, you are giving and you're teaching others how to be in business for themselves. So I know you've got the tour. I want everybody to go to your website. Please give them your web address so they can learn more about your tours your your and i can tell you that the hair care expo i've been fortunate i've been to a couple of them when you had it over at the armory there um Mm -hmm. i had an opportunity to attend as well so please give everyone your your web and and contact information so that they can reach out to you you know and, and and you will come to their city as well correct that's true um next year we're adding on edmonton canada Okay, so my name is oh. Maleka Tamu Cooper. That's Maleka Tamu Cooper. My um, website is, uh, I have a couple, but first of all, the main one where you can find everything is uh, Dreads and Heads Natural Hair Care Center, or you can put, look up uh, naturalhaircareexpo.com. That's naturalhaircareexpo.com. Mm-hmm. Also, um, my uh, contact number is 410-298-0660. I am Get the owner of Dragon Heads Natural four one oh two nine eight zero six six zero. I'm the owner of Dragon Heads Natural Hair Care Center and um you know, if you just Google my name you'll see a lot of I got my hands in a whole bunch of different pots. Oprah Winfrey says you gotta have seven strands of income. And so uh I'm working on them seven strands right now. Look out for my book, uh on November one it will be released at the Southern Maryland Natural Hair Care Expo in Waldorf, Maryland on November 1st. I will be in Denver, Colorado on October 25th at the Colorado Natural Hair Care Expo. I can't even begin to tell you everything else that we're having uh, in between here. I'm now embarking with several of my friends on putting the official Baltimore City Reggae Wine Festival together on October 3rd here in Baltimore. I'm always seeking vendors. I'm always seeking presenters, and um, uh, you're doing it. She's on the go. I, she's not sitting down. <laughs> Definitely. So I, if I don't not. have my calendar in front of me, I'm telling you it's a wrap. I have to write it down for. And that's another thing for you entrepreneurs: make yourself a to-do list every single day, and make sure you complete it. Make sure you complete it. I love it. I love it. Well, you've heard such great wisdom and nuggets from our guest today, Ms. Malika Tamu Cooper. She is one of the pioneers in this whole natural care industry. I tell you, definitely want to get her information, and we'll definitely have it all up on the site at WealthySistersRadio.com on our featured guest tab. Definitely want you to check it out. Malika Tamu, thank you so much for joining us and continued success, sister. Wow, wow, that I tell you, what a great, great opportunity to have Malika Tamu on the show with us. Thank you so much. What an amazing woman, incredible. Don't you be concerned if you miss part of the interview. We want you to know that you can go and listen to this show and all of our other great shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's WealthySistersRadio.com. Also, you can... We are there for you on iTunes, uh, available with Wealthy Sisters. And remember to follow us on Facebook and Twitter there and join our mailing list. Well, we have definitely come to that time in the show where we talk about the power thought, the power thought of the week. Yes, wow, there was so much great information that our guest Malika Tamu shared with everyone today. And, you know, one of that I remember she talked about was making sure, making sure that you build your business as something you would do for free. You know, that is not necessarily about the money. We talk about, you know, finding that mission and finding that purpose 
that you are here to do. And when you do that, the money will come. And I know, I know all about reinventing. That's something else she talked about as well. Reinventing. We always have to stay on the front, always have to keep new ideas before us and making sure we stay a front of the the trends. Move with the, as the old people. Because time is always going to be revealing change. That's the only thing that's constant. So thank you so much for tuning in with us today. Please remember that we are here for you. You are in business, independent, but we are all interdependent. We need each other, and we want you to know that we are here for you as that resource. So thank you so much for tuning in to us. We appreciate you. And remember to find us there on Facebook and Twitter right now. Uh Right now, go ahead and do that. Click there on Facebook and Twitter, Wealthy Sisters. And at WealthySistersRadio.com, join our mailing list for all those great discounts and to stay on top of the latest and greatest with Wealthy Sisters Radio. As always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters you're not 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 listening to Wealthy Sisters the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.